Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti Podcast is powered by Biology. What's your BSA score? The Biology Skills Assessment is the only verified skills metric endorsed by the NAIA, NJCAA, and a growing number of NCAA coaches to discover and develop the best talent for your team. This four-minute, 40-shot test can be taken free today on the Biology mobile app. Elevate your game. Probably surrounded by, you've either worked with or surrounded by so many great leaders. You know, what are some qualities that you see in those leaders? Yeah, I think I think number one, um, when it comes to a leader on, on, on any level, any business, any organization, basketball coach is consistency. Um, do they show up the same way every day? And I think that's that's rare to find in our society. Mm. Um, I think it's rare to find in homes and being a parent. I think it's rare to find a coach. Um, but are we are we demanding excellence every day? Uh, is that really the expectation or, or do you let things slide for certain guys? And um, I'll tell you what, I, I love working with Jamin Copeland at UT Tyler. And I thought he was great. He shows up the same way every day. <laughs> He's a machine. And, he yeah, is a machine. No, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I loved it. But, you know, I go from my dad, the way he runs his construction business to, mm. um, you know, just all the different coaches I've been around. My high school coach, Bill Springer in Indiana, Indiana Hall of Fame guy. And, um, man, he just challenged you in every facet of your life, you know, whether it was grades, how you show up, how you present yourself, um, your work ethic, how you practice, your individual development, the weight room, how you eat, how you rest. Um, he just really, really challenged you at all levels. And so I think, you know, the main quality for me and great leaders is their consistency. You know, um, what about you? What do you think? Oh, Wow. You're throwing it right back to me. Uh, I think you, you nailed it. One of our pillars here is excellence. Yeah. But I don't I don't know how you can be excellent with without consistency being right there. If excellence is, you know, the top of the stool, consistency has to be one of the legs. Right. You, you take that out. And I think everything that you say and do will fall on deaf ears or won't be as effective if there's not consistency within your own life. And that was the question I was going to ask you with, I don't know. I don't know how much today's kids have changed because I think back to even my teammates in high school, what was the big separation between me and them? It wasn't athleticism. So they were much, many of them were more athletic than me. Right. It was consistency, the ability right. to do the mundane things over and over and over again. So how do you help these young players, high school players come in when you know, either their 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 talent, their skill level, their athleticism has has got them to your door, but you see that they are struggling with consistency. Yeah, and I think, man, that's that's a great question. And I think what we do, and I, I would think what we what I'm really good at, and what I think sets us apart, um, is um, our structure from day one, and how we I, I think kids, young men, thrive in structure. And I think it's it's how we do what we do, how we do our recovery. It's how we do our individual development. It's how we do practice, how we schedule classes. 
like we're very, very structured where guys know what they're doing, what's expected. And uh, you are what you emphasize. And um, I'm pretty rigid that way. Like I'm very flexible to generate the schedule. But once we get the machine rolling, once we get going, um, I think I've really seen our guys thrive. And we do our end of the year meetings with guys. That's one thing that they point out every year that benefited them was was our structure. Mm. I I think some coaches like the idea of keeping uh, keeping players on their toes. Not letting not letting them get comfortable, but I've seen just even even here at the high school level, something like having the weekly schedule printed out, put up on the wall or available to them uh, or the practice schedule up where they can see it. I remember in college standing next next to coach, he would fold the practice schedule kind of in his waistband, fold it down. And I would always peer over, you know, and just try to see. We were always trying to see what's next, oh, yeah. like how much running is it? What is on it? You take that that out, and I think you allow one of your players to maybe have a little bit more sense of calm with what they're doing and to be able to prepare better for, for what's going on within the week. Yeah. And, you know, you get to the practice thing. You know, I started, especially when we get going, I show our captains our practice plan every day. And say, fellas, this can take an hour and 15 minutes or it can take three hours. It's a little incentive there. Yeah. And it's how you do it. You know, it's all about, I think there's so many people in the gym and there's so many people doing things, but are you getting anything done? And um, we're big on that. We're not in there long, um, but everything we do, it's, uh, it's intense. It's hard we know what we're trying to accomplish. And I think that our guys have really bought into that over the years. So there's the organizational piece to coaching that you have to have down with scheduling, with practice planning, uh, all of that. But then there's the art of it too, the feel of it, where as you alluded to, you're also okay with, you know what, we need to spend a little more time here. You know what, guys, we got this, let's move on. Um, And I think there's a lot of brilliance in that. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I I think like so many practices you go to, right? The clock drives what everybody does. Yeah. And it's like, if you got your defensive rotations, you got done what you need to get done, move, move on, you know? And um, I, I think your guys, your guys don't pace themselves in practice when they know, when they know, when they get to a certain quality or to a certain standard, they've done what you've asked them to do. um, They've achieved the out, they've achieved what we're trying to do, mm. you know, so it's time to move on. I think without getting down the rabbit hole too far of system and style of play or anything, I, I do think that is a part of it too. You know, the more complex you are with how you play on either end, the more right. things you have to add into your practice and what you're doing. Yeah, I've, gotten the, I've gotten to the point, I think, just because we're very simple with what we do. And I was reading uh, Kevin Eastman's book. He He, yeah. he literally talked about how, what simplicity can do um, for your your program, your organization. And and I think I've gotten to the point where, I mean, if you go back even five or six years ago, I can pull up files of Excel sheets with my practice plans, everything timed out on the side of what the real time will be, how much time each drill will be. And, and being a slave to that, having to stay to that time, and I'm, I don't know, I don't, I don't feel like it's lazy. And maybe you can tell me if, if, it's, if I'm being lazy now. But I come into practice. I know we're going to shoot for half the time because that's the most important, in my opinion. Right. 
That's yeah. the most important thing. If I if I take shell off the board because we need to shoot more, that's just my opinion. But uh, I wrote I write down five or six things on the board that I want to achieve. And there's no time limit to those. And it's a lot more by feel. And me and my assistant coaches, well, hey, we ready to move on from that? Yeah, let's do that. You know, what are your thoughts? Am I being lazy now? Because I know there's coaches out there that have incredible practice plans with times. And I think I used to be one of those. Yeah. And, you know, some of my mentors, and I believe it, you are what you emphasize. And you want to have great shooting teams. So that's what you emphasize. And so... Uh, I don't know if there's a right or wrong to it. Um, however, I would lean more toward that style. Like I, obviously, we plan. You think about what you want to do and what you want to accomplish. But yeah, I, I'm I'm much more by feel now than I was, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. And I think it just takes time for you it, for you to get comfortable with that. Maybe early on, you know, younger coaches that that listen, it's. They want to have every minute detailed out. And that's an important part or important time for them to learn what a right. practice feels like and flows like, because it definitely does keep the tempo going. And I love the idea of, you know, uh, Hubie Brown said everything should be four to five minutes long in practice. Well, crap, Hubie, you know, I'm going I'm going over that sometimes. But I think as I'm at the point now where we we have one offensive philosophy and because of that, we really just want to see it in you know three possession games. We just want to have some time to go do some things and coach on the fly with that. But right. maybe that just takes time. Yeah, no, I think I think every coach, you know, it's you are what you emphasize, and so um, obviously your practice better be structured like that. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast. Share it with your fellow coaches and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.